Welcome back to another spooky Halloween episode of the Rad Years Podcast. RK here. And Squeezer. We're going to get right out of the... We're going to come out fucking hot. Cursing. Coming out hot, like October. Yeah, October's been brutally hot. Uh, uh, Enchantress. And I want to give a shout out to the RWB uh, team for kicking ass at the Marine Corps Marathon this past weekend. Uh, there are a lot of listeners of the Rad Years podcast on that team, surprisingly. In fact, they listened to our horror episode driving down hmm. to the um, Marine Corps Marathon. Were, were you there in the car with it while they were listening? I was not. Okay, no. that would have been awkward. No, no. Like, I find it awkward. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I have yeah. to listen to see what we I fuck do. up and where to improve. And obviously, we're still working on the second part of that <laughs> sentence, but... Well, uh, Enchantress ran in uh, five hours and five seconds. And it was, was that like a mile? It's 20, <laughs> 26.2 miles. Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. She's a run for though. fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, br- but, it, but the point is, it was brutally hot that day and it was October 22nd. So, Jesus. we're a month into the fall holiday and we've gotten very little fall weather. So, it's hard to imagine it's Halloween. At night, it gets a little cooler, mm-hmm. but not like Halloween cool. Well, it worked out for us. We had the Halloween parade down in by Boca me. Raton, uh, Florida. Oh, I mean. What's that? <laughs> the Halloween parade that felt like it was in Boca Raton? Yeah. Well, it beat last year when it was like 30 degrees. So you got a bunch of little two-year-olds that were crying. So we had to take them back inside. And in this case, they they loved it. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Until they got tired because it was like two hours long of floats going by and trucks so let's get right off the bat what's what's the news today uh we got some a uh, little piece of history i like to keep it you know positive and stuff but in this case uh it, it, it's some sad news uh on october 28th 1985 uh by the christian calendar or uh on the 28th of nathan ganger 45-7 we uh we lost a planet melmac i mean i've been through one nuclear disaster already it's no picnic. Nuclear? Th- you mean that's how your planet exploded? No. We all plugged our hair dryers in at the same time. Ah, <laughs> uh, nuclear war. It's always... Good. It's always it was, good for a good laugh. It was, it was, uh, it's funny. It, we've come full circle. In the 80s, they are constantly uh, afraid of a possible nuclear threat. So, you know, they had to make light of it. And, and you know, while... while talking about the true dangers the whole planet's gone i think believe i read in the news the other day that they have our nuclear bombers on 24 hour standby right now well it's always helpful to I, you know what you're not gonna win i no. get it that that whole was it the uh, mutual assured mutual destruction <laughs> it look it's not like hey we won the mutual short either either way i'm either uh a shadow a uh, gruesome zombie thing or someone that's running from a gruesome zombie thing. I kind of want to be the shadow. I'm not going to lie. 
So do I. It, it, yeah. You know, I always thought about like, oh yeah, I'll be that guy that survives. No, no, I'm gonna get eaten the, by the zombie things. Yeah. Well, what we're talking about today is Halloween specials from television shows, and we've already talked about Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. We've talked about uh, Disney's Halloween Treat. We've mentioned the Roseanne one, so we're not going to go into them. We could do a poll show on them, but uh, I believe now you sound like me. I believe, yeah, you're going first. Oh, sweet. Let's smooth transition then. <laughs> Kate, Willie, <laughs> Gordon Shumway, long time no see. I oh, hope you don't mind, Willie. I park behind your boss. <laughs> Alf Halloween Alf. special. Uh, it was uh, that was the one where he was able to walk around normal around people because yeah. they thought he was in a costume. Some enchanted evening. Some enchanted was, evening. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was. It's the largest group of people Alf has ever been around without him knowing he's an alien. Right. So it was the whole thing. So it starts with him badgering uh, Kate and Willie in the bedroom uh, about wanting to go trick or treating because it's a. a big deal to him he wants to get out and explore and this is his way of doing it right and they say no they put their foot down but then he plants the seed that for willie to get his raise to throw a party well they're gonna throw eventually kate decides we'll throw a party but it wasn't gonna be a costume party and it was just gonna be some friends and willie's boss wasn't gonna be invited either it was just a party for the sake of having a party and next thing you know all of a sudden people start showing up at door in costume and like when did this become a costume party then Willie's boss shows up in costume. It's like, who invited him and why is he in costume? And they start to put two and two together. And Willie says, I'm going to be back to the garage and strangle someone real quick when the doorbell rings. And Gordon Shumway shows up to the house, walks right in in an elf costume. It just so happened it's elf. And he just glued or attached a zipper to his chest. So it looks like it's a costume. That clever alien. Uh, that clever alien. And basically, this whole episode is brilliant because it's an excuse for Alf to just walk around and just mingle with other, mingle people. With other people and just drop awful one-liners left and right. Hey, don't do that. Your lantern, your pumpkin's on fire. And everyone, oh, that character. It's like the one woman's dressed up as a cowboy and he's like, nice calves. Was Yeah. Was anyone dressed up uh, as a cat? No, but we do have a pretty good cat reference at the end when Al finally does get to go trick-or-treating with Willie. You're supposed to be a child. <laughs> right, no problem. Hello, young man. Hello, old woman. <laughs> We're terribly sorry to bother you so late, but we, we couldn't get out any earlier. Oh, well, I'm afraid that I gave my last candy bar away over an hour ago. Oh, shucks. Now, I'll see if I can't find something else. Was that a cat? Oh, yes. I have lots of cats. <laughs> well, I'll take a yellow one. I still chuckled uh, the entire way through this. This was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, wow. And I still laugh through it. Uh, there's a, an image, too. It was in, I believe, one of the opens of uh, Brian when he's dressed as a pirate because Alf is divvying up the candy. He's like, one for you, one for me, 
one for you, one for me, one for me, one for me. And then Brian comes down with the sword across the candy. And it's an image that is with Alf. Like, it's one of those clips that's always shown. And, like, for me, like, this was one of my favorite episodes of all time. And it just, because it I got, like it, Halloween episodes of, of, like, if you knew there was something special that night, if you sat down, you're like, oh, it's a, and usually they teased it. Mm-hmm. Like, usually all week you saw a special Halloween episode of Alf, yeah. you know. And so you knew it was coming. Uh, but th- this this was one of the standalone, and it, it's. And I it, always enjoyed like in the summer during reruns when you got to see those Halloween episodes. Got you got the pump kind of primed for start thinking yeah. about your costume and start thinking about you know how Halloween's going to go down this year. But yeah, in my, in my opinion, this is one of Al- one of Alf's best episodes, I think. And it didn't they didn't really put they used Halloween well. You know, it wasn't uh, like forced on you. It, uh, they, I, they I used, think all of they our used picks used Halloween well. Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to my first pick. Squeezer, do you m- remember the short-lived TV series from 1999, Freaks and Geeks? I, I do. Uh, Created by Paul Feig, who has gone on to have an illustrious career, directed a Ghostbusters movie, for goodness sake, and uh, brought to you by Judd Apatow. And Was there any anyone get a career after the show? Everybody anyone, everyone, got anyone a career after this show. This show made James Franco. This show made Seth Rogen. This show made uh, so many, so many people. Uh, and, and we could, like, let me just go down the list. Uh, John Francis Daly as Sam Weir. He wrote Spider-Man: Homecoming and the uh, what the new Vacation movie, which some people might say burn him at the stake. Linda Cardellini, she was in the Scooby-Doo movie. She hmm. played uh, Hawkeye's wife in Age of Ultron. Uh, of course, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jason Segal from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm-hmm. and uh, what's that? How I Met Your Mother. Uh, so much. Martin Starr, who's now plays Gilfoyle on uh, Silicon Valley and was in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, so many uh, busy Phillips, who's done so much stuff, Cougar Town, and other things in Hollywood. Uh, and then just the guest stars alone, there were there was a lot of like cool people that. And because of this, uh, all these guys kind of uh, this in the the show that would also get canceled right away, called uh, Undeclared. Um, the featuring uh, Seth Rogen and uh, a couple of these other guys, but Judd Apatow also brought that. That although that group of people would go on to constantly like make movies together, and Apatow constantly tries to fit them into movies. And you know Seth Rogen and James Franco's career, and even Jason Segel speaks for itself. But the third episode of the only season that ever existed, and this is you can watch these all on Netflix. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and tell you where you can watch all of mine. Um, so this is on Netflix streaming. If you have a Netflix account, Freaks and Geeks is on there. Watch the third episode. It's about the trick-or-treating. And I, I, a lot of this episode really uh, gives a good feel of what it was like to trick-or-treat in the 80s. Um, uh, it starts off with them just making Bill drink something gross, and then it goes into uh, breakfast on uh, Halloween morning, and they're eating Count Chocula, and it's got the retro box, and they get the toy, and... Uh, um, Sam says he's not going to go trick-or-treating. He's too old. He's going to go see the nude bomb. And I was like, holy shit, a Maxwell Smart, you know, get smart <laughs> movie reference. 
uh, which that movie bombed terribly. And then they get to school, and uh, Lindsay was supposed to hang, you know, hand out trick or treating candy with her mom, and she's at the age where she wants to go cause mischief with her friends instead. So she goes and does that. Her mom, the mom in this show, is fantastic. She plays such like a mom. It's really good. That's the wear mom. Uh, the guys decide they're going to go trick or treating, and uh, <laughs> their friend Harris. He's like, here, I heard you guys are going to trick- go out for trick-or-treats. Uh, be careful. A bunch of hippies are putting heroin in candy bars because they don't want Reagan to be president. You know, this whole... Mm-hmm. Of, uh, we heard them all, all growing up, all the urban legends of, of the dangerous candy you'll get. And <clears throat> so uh, Bill goes as the bionic woman, Jane Summers, and there's a hilarious scene with him getting ready as her. Like all talking on the phone and being like, "Oh, let me talk to my bionic ear." He's, he's that's that's uh, uh, the brilliant work of, of Martin Starr, who's Guilfoyle, who's hysterical as Guilfoyle in Silicon Valley. Uh, Sam is going from the robot from the day the Earth stood still. Uh, <clears throat> Bill, my oh, no, not Bill, but uh, one of the guys. What's his name? Goes as Groucho. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Neil. Neil goes as Groucho. Um, Harris goes with a knife through his head. <laughs> He's like, his dad's like, what are you supposed to be? A guy with his knife through his head. <laughs> He's like, ah, it's an accurate costume. Uh, they go out to trick or treat, and Lindsay and James Franco, Seth Rogen, and Jason Segal, the bad guys, Busy Phillips, they're good. They're, they're freaks. They're out, like, causing mischief, smashing pumpkins, uh, and then they decide to egg, and they, they wind up egging uh, Sam and his guys. He's covered in eggs. So they go back, and the mother's all depressed because you know, no one wants her cookies because they're like, oh, we can't accept cookies because we instructed our kids not to accept anything homemade and wrappers. So she sends her husband out to get candy, and they come back egged, and the kid doesn't narc his sister out, but the sister feels bad, so she puts on her costume, and she's handing out candy with uh, the kids. So it's you know it's, it was a good – you get the whole atmosphere of – Trick or treating in mm-hmm. the '80s in this, but no one's really in any um, Collegeville or uh, Ben Cooper costumes. Still, it's good. Good episode. Good show to check out. It's only one season. If you have time, check it out on Netflix. But that's my first pick. And here we are with. There's a particular song that came out of this episode, and this this, this is my episode. No, oh, my your next my pick. next pick. Uh, it it kind of. You almost don't even think of this as... uh, There's so many one-liners and so many quotes that come out of this episode, you almost forget that it's a treehouse of horror. To stop those monsters, one, two, three, here's a fresh new way that's trouble-free. It's got Paul Anka's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Just don't look, just don't look. Look, ah, uh, Paul Anka. Fuck Paul Anka. Save, I, I picked this just for that. Motherfucker. <laughs> I picked it up. I knew. He was First of all, a couple up. years ago, and his tour manager tore me a fucking new one because God forbid I didn't get there at the crack of dawn when old people get up to drink their prune juice to load his fucking videos. Secondly, do not make eye contact with Mr. Frank uh, Anka. Uh, he's three foot four. He's going to make contact with my knee. I'm not going to be able to look him in the eyes. Plus, I don't like the smell of mothballs, so I'm going to stay the fuck away from the green rooms. <laughs> you can go back at it. I just yeah. don't like Paul Anka. Right. 
Right. What, the one time I move my mic to make a squeaky effect sound and it doesn't do it. Hang on. Yeah, that's good. That's good a little foley action. Yeah. There we go. Um, uh, We're talking Treehouse Simpsons of Terror. Treehouse of Horror si- VI6. Treehouse of Terror, wasn't it? Yeah. You said horror. Oh, Jesus. There's not on your game today. Um, so no, what, it's horror. Is it? Treehouse yeah. of Horror. Yeah, Treehouse Horror. Huh. Why are, you, why are you trying to confuse me? Well, I don't know. Trying to make me look bad. I do a good enough job myself. So anyway, three segments. Our first, uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores. That's when uh, all the, the, the store the, all the icons, advertisements, advertisements yeah. come to life. Um, and uh, they lad start donuts. Lard Lad. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, there's a giant Kent Brockman that comes to life. It's in the Smoking Cowboy one yeah. of them? Mm-hmm. And then, um, then they realize that it's all advertising. So what keeps them alive is people looking at them. Right. They figure out that by not looking. And the only way to do this, to convince people otherwise, is with a jingle. And that's why they bring in Paul oh Anka to God. save the day. Of course, the very last of them to be alive is the Lard Lad because Homer will not stop. And he's right. just drooling. And they have to drag him away. Right. And eventually... Um, he goes yes. down. When then the donut starts to roll. And it and the whole series... It, Ends then with uh, Kang and Krodos, and you see the donut roll. Yeah, past them as they're trying to hitchhike. Um, Kang and Krodos were the original Treehouse of Horror, yes. or Terror, if you want to be wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was this sets off what is possibly one of the the best collection of Treehouse of Horror series, and I didn't even realize too this whole episode why it's so damn good. The episode before this, because it's always like your fifth or sixth episode in the season, mm-hmm. just where and Halloween until, lands. Uh, until baseball started fucking yeah. up everything. Oh, Jesus. Which um, was the first episode which, of the season. And now I'm like, I, I'm in love and playoff baseball is just awesome. As a kid, when playoff yeah. baseball is pushing back Simpsons, holy shit. Like yeah. it, it's, the it's anger. A, bi- a big <clears throat> middle finger. Because the Phillies to, were never in. No, so you didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Now I just want to watch good baseball, which I'm actually kind of getting, so I'm you know, happy for that. But um, this episode came right after uh, uh, Lisa the uh, Vegetarian. Great episode. Yes. Uh, you don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. And then... It's still good. It's still good. It's just a little airborne. Um, it's gone. Uh, I know. Again, just an episode quoted beyond. I think I'll donate a million dollars to charity. Back when then, pigs, <laughs> when pigs fly. Back then, I was known as the fifth beetle. <laughs> fifth beetle. <laughs> oh, f- I forgot Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. Yeah. And, oh my god! And then the next episode. So I wasn't even thinking, realizing how quoted that episode is. The episode after this is King Size Homer. <sighs> Probably, probably my favorite episode ever. Probably in our lives. Just, Dad, what are you doing down there? <laughs> just washing my fat guy hat, honey. <laughs> What's he doing with that broom? What isn't he doing? Uh, at, at work, is there an episode maybe in our work that we quote any less than this particular, than King Size Homer? No. Oh, it, oh, raspberry. So good. Like literally, just front to back. So this lands right in between, um, which just goes to show how awesome this is and there's another quote that you don't realize probably comes from a halloween episode uh, one of the most quoted lines i think of me personally is, is this gem that came out of another treehouse horror 
It all started on the 13th hour of the 13th day of the 13th month. We were there to discuss the misprinted calendars the school had purchased. <laughs> oh, lousy smart weather. <laughs> Do not touch Willie. Good advice. <laughs> lousy lousy smart weather. weather. Yeah, I completely forgot that, yeah, that was from a Treehouse of Horror episode, which uh, led to then Homer touching the thermostat, which then burns Willie alive down in the boiler room, who then comes back as Freddy Krueger. Right? Yeah, yeah. um, and uh, then, yeah, torments the kids and kills them in their dreams, uh, beginning with Martin uh, while he uh, takes his nap and dreams of doing math. Uh, and then uh, who else did they kill? Why didn't I write these down like I did with... Uh, um, well, I mean, like I did people Friday have seen this. Yeah, you don't it's, have to go through. Yeah, it, it's, again, one of the funnier ones. And it, well, the episode starts with Bart having the dream of Willie, and the animation almost more resembles the animation of today. It kind of had like a Disney feel to it in Bart's dream. There was just bright-eyed, bushy tail. It was a little more colorful, a little smoother, maybe, And uh, in Bart's dream. And then eventually he wakes up. Um, yeah, it's just... Oh, and my favorite, though, is then in the PTA meeting when Willie shows up then and Milhouse's dad is bitching about... Kirk Van Houten? Yeah. Kirk's bitching about um, not seeing a school lunch menu in advance because he doesn't like the idea of Milhouse having two spaghetti dinners in one day. <laughs> Meanwhile, Willie's standing there in the door on fire, like screaming, and then they ask him to take a seat so he has to sit down <laughs> and wait his turn. And that's when he, you know, says that he will, you know, get back at them in their dreams. Um, and then the last one. Oh, the last episode in that, in this one? Um, it's like, uh, did anyone see the movie Tron? No. 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 Yes. I mean, I mean no. No. <laughs> Well, where's my dad? Well, it should be obvious to even the most dim-witted individual who holds an advanced degree in hyperbolic topology that Homer Simpson has stumbled into the third dimension. The third dimension. This is, again, one of those episodes, when you remember seeing it, it was just, this was different. Gets hit by the tip of the cone. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and he's told to walk into the light and he gets electrocuted. Um yeah, and then, yeah, he kicks the cone, which creates the hole in yeah. the third dimension, if you will, and then it sucks everyone, and he has to get around to the other side, which, why didn't he just walk around the hole? Well, then he, he winds it, up in, it doesn't in matter. Our, our society, right? Yeah, he ends up in, in, in uh, the third dimension, I, I would guess, and it ends with another classic line from The Simpsons. Ooh, erotic cakes. And we Again. never we never know if he gets out. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's just a perfect <laughs> it's a perfect episode. Erotic cakes. Um, in, in a perfect lineup. I mean it's season it's season seven. I mean, to me, six, seven, eight, nine are like the, the pinnacle. Gold. Yeah. Well, uh my next one is a animated show and it wasn't in prime time except for its Halloween special. 
So who's up for a little trick-or-treating? It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Let the spirits move you with Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters Halloween special next. This was on ABC, Mm -hmm. and it was The Halloween Door. Now, there was two Halloween specials and seasons prior, when Halloween was forever and Halloween two and a half, which featured the villain Sam Hain, which is from, in the lore of the show, uh, they're from Ireland, from old Celtic, where Halloween was, was formed, and the word is pronounced uh, Sanwa. Uh, huh. uh, so, no, Sawain. Sawain. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So uh, Sam Hain is the pumpkin-headed beast who... Uh, which led me down that rabbit hole to get those RGB mm-hmm. action figures last night. <laughs> and this episode, uh, Halloween Door, did not feature uh, Sam Hain. It, um, it featured a guy named Crowley who wanted to get rid of Halloween. I don't know if this was a throwback to Alistair Crowley, the devil worshiper, mm-hmm. but his little, they go to visit the Ghostbusters and they want them to help them get rid of Halloween. And they're like, get the hell out of here. And Squeezer, out of all these picks of mine, which one of these would you have thought had a reference uh, in name to our current president, Donald J. Trump? Ooh, it was this Ghostbusters It was this Ghostbusters. I got that right when you gave me uh, the... I did. Yeah. Pete Venkman is getting in his tux because he was invited by Donald Trump to some Halloween party. And uh, there's a bit with Slimer. I won't go into it because you can watch this on Netflix. You can hmm. All five seasons are streaming on Netflix. Now... They, the Ghostbusters, then go to a school and perform a song, which should be on your Halloween playlist, if you ask me. When the sun goes down and the night goes cold and the wind is whistling through the trees, it's a celebration running through the nation, dancing and rocking on Halloween. Can you feel the Really, really sets the tone for a Halloween episode. <laughs> it, it, it's really reminiscent of uh, Ray and Winston at a birthday party. Yeah, right. So, uh, luckily, none of the kids got mad and started chanting He Man. But this setup, uh, the guy with Crowley stole one of the PKE meters, and that's what they needed to finally uh, end Halloween forever. But uh, the guy had a different theory. Uh, he, was, he was actually a monster, and he was using it to bring upon Halloween and uh, these monsters to end the world, opening the, quote, Halloween door. Ah. So all these goblins came uh, from this other dimension and started wreaking havoc, and it was left only to the Ghostbusters to save the day and as a kid there was nothing more fun than like oh a special Halloween episode of Ghostbusters at night we get a reason to stay up past our bedtime and check out a Ghostbusters a real Ghostbusters episode now you can go back and watch all of these for Halloween because they're all a little spooky in their own right but the real Ghostbusters was, was a diamond in the rough for 80s Halloween 80s cartoons as far as sophistication and storytelling mm-hmm. they really did a good job um with that, and I would definitely go back and check out all of uh, of uh, the four Halloween episodes of Real Ghostbusters, starting at When Halloween Was Forever, Halloween Two and a Half, The Halloween Door, and the last one in the last season, Deja Vu. Mm. So uh, give them a, give them a watch. They're all on Netflix if you have them, and uh, the Real Ghostbusters. I was always a, a fun, fun, fun cartoon for me as a kid. Was uh, Grendel not a Halloween episode? 
or I just always assume it was just because it scared the hell out of me so much. It was much. not a Halloween episode. Huh. But it's, yeah, like I said, all of these could be Halloween episodes, yeah. but it wasn't specific to Halloween. So now we're on to your next pick. This show really scared the hell out of me. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story The Tale of the Twisted Claw. Are you afraid of the dark? Yes. Uh, season one, episode four. Was this a, was this a specific Halloween? It was episode? a specific Halloween episode. Yeah, because this was uh, another show that could be Halloween year round. Yeah, um, but th- this one specifically took place. It started off well. First, it, it starts with one of the one of the kids around the campfire telling a story, and with this kid dreaming, and then there's like this uh, death specter that like comes out over, and as a kid, you're like, holy. This is scary. Every episode is scary yes. again. Oh God! Uh, and then he wakes up and he's like, "Phew!" He, he even says, "Like in his in his dreams, he's like has the sheet just over his head." And he's like, "Not again!" Like this thing keeps coming at him at night. And then he wakes up, but then it, he turns and there it is again. Now it's even creepier. In the light, it's even scarier. And then boom, right to the campfire, and it's almost like uh, they break the wall. Like, oh, we didn't have this one fully flushed out. And they're kind of like irritated. Like, look, if we're going to have, you know, a meeting, we have to have a full story. And then uh, uh, who's the kid? Which one was it? The one that doesn't talk much. I don't remember. Well, no good. David. It was David oh, around David. the campfire. Uh, we know a David that won't shut up. Yeah. Well, this David. But we love him. This, this, he listens. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> we got to get you to talk wrestling sometime. Um, and I got to get that Genesis for me because mine's broken. Um, this David is the shy one. Now he finally has, he's got a story and it's the tale of the twisted claw. So it's, uh, it's not Halloween yet. It's the night before it's trick night oh. or mischief night, yes. if you will, the night before. So, and it opens with, you know, kids, you know, toilet papering, uh, trees and putting, you know, uh, Shit on cars. Uh, we should toilet paper the studio this year on Mischief Night. Ooh. You know, because it's tradition. Yeah. Well, now that we've said it, they're going to know who did it. Well, I would I would hope so. I would, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Um, We're the only ones so, who could probably actually accomplish it. So Kevin and Dougie, these two little shits, they're doing their Mischief Night thing, and they're going to go and create some mischief at the creepy house, like uh, where the witch lives, that all the kids stay away from. It's got the creaky gate, and all the windows are closed, and it's this beautiful Victorian home that's not well kept. And so they don't let's don't judge them for not keeping their home that well. They could be busy. Okay. I mean, you said that very judgmental. Well, I'm just saying, if you're gonna have, you know, well, I should speak for myself. If you're gonna have a really nice home from the turn of the century, you should take care of the damn thing. At least cut the grass once a week. <laughs> but when the hell am I gonna do that? I'm right. sorry. It's been raining every day in October. Um, it's a Dutch colonial. It's not a Victorian. Um, Good to know. But yeah. Um, so these two, they knock on the door, and then I don't know what they were planning on doing. I don't think they intended to, but they blast whip or uh, shaving cream right in the woman's face as she opens the door she stumbles back and knocks over this expensive vase and it shatters on the floor they panic and run now next night they're like all right nothing's gonna happen no big deal now 
Kevin convinces Dougie, who Dougie's the scaredy cat, that now it's trick-or-treat night, that they should go and trick-or-treat at the same house that this just happened at the night before. Dougie's a little scared, and like Kevin's like, dude, she's not going to know we're in costume, even though Kevin's dressed as a bum, which kind of just looks like Kevin. Anyway, this witch, now we don't know if she's a real witch or not, but we assume that she is by the end because she's got this magical twisted claw that she invites these kids in when they ring the door for candy, and she's like, I love Halloween, but no one, all the kids are too afraid to come to the door. So I'm so glad you're here. Let me give you a special treat. And she opens up this box that plays some music, and inside is a twisted wooden raven's claw. Okay. Now immediately, like, dude, just give us the candy, lady. She's like, no, 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 this is very special. It will grant you each three wishes. It's like, all right, they take it just to get the hell out of there because now they're starting to get creeped out. Now, they're, getting, they're leaving and they're creeped out. And Dougie's like, you know what? I just wish trick-or-treat was over. I don't want to do this anymore. And the claw goes, and goes crazy and you know, turns green and makes some noise. And they're like, what the hell was that? And they're like, no big deal. They just start heading home. And now they're trick-or-treating and they come across uh, these punks wearing masks on bicycles. Because I don't know maybe kids are this brutal it's not my experience with like bullies maybe they are out there i've never feared for my life that i was going to be murdered Mm. by other kids that were just a year older than me but in this case they were afraid of their lives that they were going to be murdered by older kids on bike with bicycles and masks so they run they give up their candy and they get home but at the cost of losing all their candy and trick-or-treating being over, like Dougie had wished. Uh-oh. Is this really granting their wishes, but not as they would think? So then, uh, Kevin, he's running a race against Bostitch. Uh, so this kid, I guess, is of Bostitch fame. They make tools. Um, he, they're running... <laughs> I figured I'd explain it to you. I was staring at you pretty blindly. <laughs> um, they're running a race the next day, the 600. Okay. Um, and obviously, they're like, uh, we got a camera and a bunch of kid extras in the field. Let's just go out into a field somewhere and shoot this. So they're running the race. And so he knows Bostitch is going to win the race because he's the best kid out there. Well, he wishes he's going to win the race. So they're running the race. Bostitch has beaten Kevin. They're coming up to the finish line when all of a sudden a dog runs out of nowhere in front of Bostitch and the kid falls. Kevin jumps over him and wins the race. Yay. Are we getting near the end? Yeah, all right. I'll pick this up. His leg breaks. I'm interested to hear if this goes somewhere. Uh, It does. It gets there. This is, honestly, it's a half hour to get this in. It's actually a long episode. Uh, let's see. So then they're freaked out now because like mm. we wanted to win the race, but not this way. So they start fighting over it that night at Dougie's house. And Kevin just, I wish my, and Dougie's like, well, my parents will be back. And Kevin goes, I wish your parents were gone or I wish you'd lose your parents or, you know, some douchebag kind of thing like that. And then the phone rings and it's the cops and that there's a car accident and Dougie just hangs up just before they could say your parents are dead. Cause I don't know if they'd go that far, uh, for these shows. And then he also wishes, oh, I wish my grandfather was here. He would know what to do. And then Kevin's like, dude, Dougie, your grandfather's dead. 
And next thing you know, they hear this car rolling up in like some fog and it's the kid's grandfather's car. Zombie grandfather? Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. So they're freaking out like, oh man, is this going to be a skeleton of your grandfather or whatever? And you hear, uh, you see like a POV shot and it's pretty damn creepy. You're this is a feature length movie we're talking yes. about. Yes. 22 minutes after ins and outs as well too. I know. I'm probably telling it longer. I know you're judging me. And so the POV shot, I'm trying to build atmosphere here. I don't have a smoke machine like they had, all right? That's true. Um, and then, so they're fighting over what to do next, and Dougie says, I'm going to make the right wish, and he wishes that they never did the trick to the lady's house, and she never broke her vase, and everything was back to normal. And then you hear the door open, and the door to the obvious set, because there's like no threshold or anything, you could see that it's just like an interior door that they slapped on, and then like there's light coming in underneath. Like this is obviously shot in like someone's garage. Um, opens the door, and the parents come in. No, so it's all over. Yeah, it's all over. So they're like, Phew, the wish worked. But then the doorbell rings again, a but second time. It. Zombie grandpa. No, they open the door and there's nothing there until they look down and there's a vase, the vase that's now fully repaired sitting there with a note. And then they open it up and it just says, trick or treat. Oh, she got him. She got him. That bitch. Yeah. So she was like a good sport. I don't think she intended anything bad to happen. Maybe she was testing them to see, uh, you know, how it would go down. At, after that, I would go back to the house and be like, all right, we cool? Maybe we should have toilet papered the studio. I don't want anyone killing my parents. To get back at me. <laughs> no. No. Whew. You all right? You need, need a lap? Yeah. I'm good. I'm, I'll run a 600. I don't uh, know what that is. I don't know. I, is that feet? Something, something. <laughs> is that feet? Meters? Hopefully it's feet. Feet? Yeah. Inches. I can run 600 inches. I think you could. Let me do the math. I've seen it. All right. Let's move on to my next pick. So with the cadets, it was a snap to escape Revolta's trap. Now let's get loose and dance and clap while I lay on my scrappy rap. Over there is Daddy Drack, who's glad to have his daughter back. And all the guys from Callaway are here to dance the night away. This is Scrappy's rap from the end of Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. It was a direct-to-video movie in the 1980s that followed Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. This one was a lot of fun and had a lot of tie-ins to Halloween and Halloween monster uh, mythology. It's disappointing that this is at the end with Scrappy rapping, so he survives the movie. Scrappy does survive. God damn it. He makes it. So uh, this is a movie where Scooby-Doo and Scrappy and Shaggy get invited to be gym teachers at a school. I don't know what the fuck qualifies that stoner and his two dogs. <laughs> teach gym but whatever so they go there and they realize it's not an all girl school it's an all ghoul school and its students are the daughters of famous universal monsters there's uh, Tannis which is the teensiest one she still sucks her thumb don't they have something like this out now like it's a a monster high or something like that yeah Yeah, okay but this was before that so Tannis is the youngest one. I'm just one. saying they weren't clever or creative in doing what they're doing now. They just ripped it off of Scooby-Doo from like so. 30 years ago. Yeah, it might be the same uh, Warner Brothers. Though. They might Fair enough. RP. So Tannis is the mummy's daughter, and she's the littlest one. She's got a, 
a pink bow in the top of her wrap, and she's got a uh, Egyptian sarcophagus where she keeps her trophies. Uh, Phantasma is the Phantom's daughter, and she's got this like cool like blue hair, really hip look, and she's fun. You know, she's a specter who can float through walls mm. and whatnot. Winnie is the Wolfman's daughter. You know, she's always howling. She's more of the tomboy of the group, obviously. Uh, Elsa Frankenteen is Frankenstein's monster's daughter. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I um, see that. Elsa, she's got like the whole platform sandals, so she walks funny and the, the bolts and the, the hair. She kind of looks has the mop bride of Frankenstein's hair. And then <laughs> there's Sabella, who's Count Dracula's daughter, who I had a major crush on when I was a kid. Mm. She was smoking hot in the cartoon. Mm, this up while and, you're... and she could turn into a, a bat at will, and she's like the most strong-willed of the group. Miss Grimwood is the headmistress of the school, and Matches is their little pet green dragon who uh, is kind of like their guard dog, and he doesn't like Scooby at first, but forms a bond with Scrappy. Oh, so, yeah, I see. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sabella. I so uh, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy have to help the girls, you know, ballet, there's running, and they're helping them with volleyball against the Callaway cadets who want to beat them so bad in volleyball. Meanwhile, there's villains, Revolta, the Witch of the Whip. She's got this, like, potato with, like, vines as an arm. Uh, they want to kidnap the girls, and she wants to uh, hypnotize them and make them evil permanently, evil monsters, because they're not. They're very sweet monster girls. Uh, there's a really cool scene where it's a parent's day at the school, so all the monsters are visiting the school, and they're all threatening Shaggy and Scooby. If anything bad happens to my daughter, I'll kill you. And... um you know, they get really scared. So then something bad happens. Revolt obviously kidnaps them. And Scooby and Shaggy and Scrappy and Matches, with the help of the cadets, who were kind of their enemies, but aren't really have to help to get them back. And it's in the end, the new students that are registering for the school, the daughter of an alien, uh, the daughter of the monster from the creature from the Blue, Black Lagoon, and the do- Godzilla's daughter. And Shaggy and Scooby like, no, and they get right <laughs> out of there. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's a, it's, it's a good watch still to this day yeah. if you want to check it out. It's a lot, a lot of Halloween references, pumpkin carving, and it's got all these monsters in it, so yeah. it's really cool. It's about an hour long, maybe an hour and a half. Uh, it aired on TV as a special when we were kids also, like a two-hour block with commercials. And we all had it on VHS cassette. And, uh, well, you, you know, it was rented from Blockbuster and dubbed down. Mm-hmm. Um, this was always a staple. We watch this all year round, not just Halloween. Sure. But Halloween was extra special time to watch this. So Scooby Doo in the in the Ghoul School with some, the smoking hot Sabella. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't who doesn't love like those classic monsters? Universal should do something with that property. They tried make to like a whole it. world about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they tried, and unfortunately, they cast an old man who's no longer a box office draw. I thought it was supposed to be about mummies, though. I, I didn't watch it. I don't care. I a didn't shit. either. No. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's would probably be more. I think that was a problem using like the mummy when people already know what that was. They should have done yeah, something like Frankenstein. Or, Frankenstein or, or the creature from the fucking Black Lagoon. Yeah. Let's I get think a good one. I'm sure Black Lagoon has like the most as far as like. Uh, or the Invisible Man. Yeah. There's a lot to go with. Yeah. But. Mummy was already like. People thought they were going to go see another Brendan Fraser movie, but they just recast it. What's, I want to see something done well with the Universal Monsters. It would be cool. Or bring back their daughters. That was fun. I want to see that. I'd see that like a live action ghoul school movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, speaking of then, Fraser. Then you can sit in a the theater like your childhood idol. 
What's that? Then you could sit there and watch it in the theater like your childhood idol would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just not in Florida. I heard that's frowned upon down there. Pretty sure Florida's open for anything. Right. right How now. did you get arrested in Florida yeah, for that? You can eat faces. We're talking about Pee Wee. Just Lisa. So, uh, moving on, mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned Brendan Fraser. Uh, I know of uh, Dr. Ooh. Fraser Crane. <laughs> One transition. How about it? <laughs> this fucking thing just keeps <laughs> crashing. Too many carts. All right. Got a lot of editing to do on this one. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Uh, th- this screams Halloween. Yeah, this is this is haunting. Norm's going to come back and beat his wife because he's drunk. <laughs> ah, ah, cheers. So it's one of those, uh, you know, every sitcom had their Halloween episodes. Cheers is no different. Cheers, though, tied in a Halloween episode with another one of their ongoing series of Bar Wars. So this was Bar Wars 5, The Final Judgment. So all those were based off of pranks and stuff. So they used Halloween as a setup to another prank show with the whole trick thing. It's that time of the year, so we're going to do pranks. And theirs was, of course, Gary's Old Town Tavern that they would prank back and forth with. And it opens with Woody. So it opens with there's a finger gag where he, like, pretends to cut off the finger. And Rebecca's like, that's just gross and kind of just rolls her eyes and... Then he tries pulling it off on Norm, and he kind of just rolls his eyes too, but he gets a free beer out of it, so he's happy. That finger will come back later, of course, mind you. Um, But it really goes with, uh, so Gary pulls a prank on Ted Danson, and uh, he ends up smashing his new, or the the jukebox and stuff, because the song, this vampire song's playing the entire time, and then he goes to pick up the phone, and it's playing there. It's brilliant. So then... Gary shows up at the bar to inform Sam that despite what just happened, he just got news from his doctor and he has high blood pressure and he can't deal with any more surprises or he will die. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So then, you know, Sam's like, "Uh, I don't don't buy it. And he like goes to like pour a drink and it's just the soda fountain thing plays the song now too. It's it's a funny gag. Yeah. Um, And then... uh, Sam's actually... Let me right. guess. What? They prank this guy and he dies. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> but he doesn't really die. Slow down. Well, I mean, you know, we're running yeah, out of time. We so. are running out of time. So the thing is, this all happens within like the first like f- 10, 5, like the first block. Yeah. And the, the, first of all, the gag that they have, like a 3D hologram of Carla's head floating in his bar... It's kind of like, mm, all right, you guys. There's no reason that this competition should have been going on because Cheers always lost these wars anyway. Because yeah. that's the fun. You don't want to win. It's no, no fun watching people win. Oh, bad news bears yeah, tell us anything. Exactly. So, um, yeah, they find Gary dead. Um, the best. And Rocky. It, yeah. The running gag of Gary being dead and it being pretty obvious Gary is dead throughout the whole episode. And everyone is saying, dude. Gary is dead. Frazier pronounced him dead. The cops pronounced him dead. And Ted Danson's like, well, I was when he when we finally bury him, then I'll say it. And he's standing there at his grave. And he's like, all right, when he doesn't come back from the dead, or you know, it just keeps going on and on and on. And then finally it's like 
minute left in the episode and Ted Danson's fine or he's finally like look all right I get it talking Sam Sam Ted Danson whatever um Sam Malone Sam Malone yeah uh he finally admits he's like look he was a good buddy he was a good it was good competition he's sad and he finally like breaks and uh he's upset over Gary's death he's upset over Gary's death uh, the guy from No Country from Old Men just can't keep it together, so he's crying, so he runs in the bathroom. Sam runs after him. And then as he's coming out, he's like, oh, it's okay. And then he's like, ha-ha, gotcha. And it's Gary the whole time, which I, and they should have just ended it, like, kind of like... That's a lot of money on a prank. Gravestone. Yeah. Gravestone, full funeral, bringing in the police and fire departments in on it. It's just an over-the-top ridiculous episode it's probably you, fun though it was fun yeah it was fun it's a really good episode and that's cheers. all the halloween episodes need to be it's fun yeah it didn't have to make any sense whatsoever Can you, you, is this on netflix cheers um it might be on hulu too i watched it on uh daily motion with the uh, audio tweaked so that they wouldn't pull it ah yeah yeah that's how a lot of these are uh yeah cheers Same. is on netflix okay i could have just watched it on netflix, just watched it on netflix i guess netflix. But um, that's, I don't know where to watch Scooby-Doo versus Ghoul School. Yeah. You could rent it. It's on, you could rent it on, on YouTube. You could rent it on uh, iTunes. It's everywhere. But uh, everyone else you could watch on Hulu or Netflix. Uh, except this, my next pick. I'm going to scare the pants off those kids. I tell you what, I want Bobby to have the perfect Halloween. The kind I had when I was a boy. <laughs> Dang old boo, man. You got any candy cigarettes? No, but I have chocolate. Happy Halloween. Only one. I think I'll go call my mom. So, <laughs> that, that was, it was them as Hank. This is obviously King of the Hill. This is in the second season, it's Halloween. And Hank's in the middle of building his haunted house for... It's empty. The school. And he's reminiscing about his youth when he was, uh, you know, trick-or-treating. And he goes to his mom's house and they only give one giant, huge chocolate bar. Like only one, so the egg house and toilet paper. And we find out that Luann is talking to this, like, crazy biblical woman who's played by Sally Field. Mm -hmm. And she thinks Halloween is devil-worshipping. And she's trying to ban it and have a and have a prayer service. So she gets all the kids to she obviously Luann's the dumbest character in the show, so mm-hmm. she's an easy mark. So she gets all the kids to come to her house instead of going to the trick or treating or going to the haunted house. And it's a, a a heaven house instead of a hell house or whatever the fuck it is. And they have to, she's trying to get them to sign a pledge saying that they're like devoted and and whatnot. And um, they don't do it. So Hank puts on his devil costume. And he goes out and starts because trick or treat was banned because of this woman. Because they, uh, I forgot to mention, Hank and Bobby went to prank her house and she ran over a cat. So she said these guys forced these devil worshippers mm. forced her to kill her cat. Obviously, it's always everyone else's fault. So they they cancel trick or treat and Hank and Defiance puts his devil costume on, starts walking down the street going trick or treat, and you know, Boomhauer, Dale, and uh, Bill, don't build mm-hmm. Delatar. Retrieve, join them, and then 
Luann finally uh, begrudgingly dresses up like a devil and joins too. And they get Bobby and then they go and they all, everyone starts coming out, dress, all the parents starts coming out as uh, trick or treating and it's fun. And you mm-hmm. realize that Halloween is just innocent fun and it's not devil worshiping because you know, fuck <laughs> this lady's just the kook and these religious nuts are just fucking wacky. So I love King of the Hill and it's, there's really not streaming anywhere, but I will give you a hint. There's a website called watchcartoonsonline.eu, and you could stream them there illegally. But you should you can't you shouldn't do that. You can't buy them anywhere anymore, so you have very little option. Yeah, I tried using that when I got a call from my cable provider because I was downloading episodes of show way back in the day. This is before stuff was on demand and yeah. shit, but. My OCD doesn't permit me to just jump into a show. I want to watch your series, but I need to watch the first four episodes of that season. I have to find a way to watch it somehow, and it's not like you have reruns and stuff. This was back in the day, like early BitTorrent stuff. Yeah. And I was told to uh, delete the files from my computer and get rid of the client. I'm like, well, I use this client for legitimate downloads. And that was that was... That was the day that uh, Amanda fell for me when she realized I can say something that stupid. <laughs> Well, I don't know about all that, but watchcartoonsonline.eu lets you stream them so you're not downloading them. And it's kind of like a YouTube flash streamer. Anyway, check it out. Halloween, season two of King of the Hill. It's a good one. And now we're on to Squeezer's last one. More Halloween music. favorite. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, oh, I can fit more Simpson references in here. What did MacGyver do for Halloween? Ah, uh, well, in this particular episode, he just... I, ho- I hope it didn't take as long as uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, this episode is twice as long because this was an hour show, so oh, no. I possibly could uh, talk about MacGyver running around dressed up as a uh, Joker character the entire time wearing these goofy pants. Was it a special or was uh, it? It was a, well, not, it wasn't a, a special. It was a Halloween themed episode. It was Halloween Nights. Nights spelled K N I G H T S. K N I G. Yes. Uh, as in the knights, like knights in shining armor, knights as in uh, the chest piece, if you will. Um, so MacGyver, uh, falls into the hands of his arch nemesis Murdoch, who you might remember uh, died in a previous episode, but Murdoch's never actually dead. And uh, But this time, Murdoch needs MacGyver's help because Murdoch tried to go straight, leaving Hit, which would be the Homicide International Trust. Right. Yes. Um, so he left Hit. His bosses didn't like that, so they kidnap his sister, who doesn't know she's actually his sister, but he knows she's his sister. Uh, and since their parents died, he's just been protecting her and funneling her money from some magical place that she doesn't question. Anywho, so now she's kidnapped and strapped into this electric chair. And uh, the supervillain that runs Hit, the Homicide International Trust, and uh, MacGyver, they kidnap the Joker, who is one of the guys, and the MacGyver is undercover as the Joker, hence why MacGyver ends up wearing goofy pants for the rest of the episode. Uh, the one big MacGyver gag here, so they need to get in through the secret door 
but they can only use it using the boss's thumbprint. So they get the glass, the drinking glass that the boss, boss used, with his thumbprint on it. They lift. What the, does this have to do with Halloween? It's called Halloween Nights, and they're wearing costumes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, they lift the thumbprint off the glass, which you can do. We all saw and the then, Dark Knight, not yes. Halloween Night. And then using um, pool cue chalk and candle or candle wax, apply the thumbprint to MacGyver's thumb, so then he compresses them to the door and open the door. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, if this doesn't scream Halloween at you, <laughs> I don't know what will. As I'm watching it, I'm like, you know what? This has nothing to do with Halloween. I got to make another pick. And then I realized I just sat through 40 minutes of MacGyver dressed in goofy-ass pants. You're going to suffer, too. You. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I can't change at this point. It's like 2 in the morning. I'm tired, and I am exhausted. All right. Well, the people can watch the rest, the whole episode themselves on Hulu. If you want to see MacGyver in goofy pants. If you pants, don't have Hulu, it's a free, you can get a free month. So there's no reason you can't go. If you really want to watch this, there's no reason you can't. And believe me, it might feel like it's an entire month to watch this episode. It's only 40 minutes. Well, it won't take a whole month to watch this next one, but it is also on Hulu. Everybody, come on down. Uh oh, the lights don't work. This is not good. Be very careful. Stay together. Watch out for hideous monsters. There are no hideous monsters down here. There's at least one, Curtis. <laughs> It's totally lame. Oh, come on, Jennifer. That's just Brad's dumb little brother. It is not me. Wait, wait, watch out, watch out. That's Shanks. What could it be? <gasps> it's not a stride. Mother long from beyond the grave. So I don't know if you can tell, but that is Tim the Toolman Taylor, and this is from Home Improvement. We talked about Roseanne, but Home Improvement mm-hmm. always did good Halloween episodes. They were one of one of the better, one of the best. Top this, five. This was yeah, absolutely. This is from season two, episode six, The Haunting of the Taylor House. I think now, it was the best one out of all. Oh, I, I thought so too. Now Brad and his I guess girlfriend Jennifer were supposed to dress as Raggedy Ann and Andy together. But she left him high and dry because he didn't pick her on the kickball team, so she dressed with this other jerk. Uh, meanwhile, Tim is building his Halloween house and trying to scare the, the living bejesus out of these kids. Uh, Jill's dressed as the carrot. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, this is the beginning of this episode. Um, they're, they're doing bricklaying. And uh, that's, that's the, you know, it's, it's like a Ryan Squeezer moment with Tim and Al. We are the... the those are equivalent in the entertainment world. I wore the shirt. Panel, yeah. Tim puts the mask on, tries to scare Al. He's like, that's good, Tim. And then they go over and show the car pumpkins, and Al's got his face carved in it. Mm-hmm. 
it's just a fun episode. Uh, there's Wilson carving the Wilson, like overlooking the fence face and his pumpkin, the scares in the Halloween house. Uh, everything's really, really fun about this. And there's always kind of like a life, like family lesson and, and uh, home improvement also. And these hold up. I, I want to go through and watch every, now that I know they're on Hulu, I'm going to, I might go through and rewatch all the home improvements. They hold up. They hold I up. I was watching them on one of those. I had a weird attraction to Jill Taylor. Growing up, I, I still can't explain it. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Of course, I liked uh, Heidi. Oh, yeah. You know, but Jill Taylor also. I liked Al. So, I mean, these were a lot of good Halloween episodes, except for, you know, MacGyver. <laughs> Look, it's called being pot committed, all right? <laughs> if you, <laughs> you, have if so you had many to pick in. your favorite one out of mine, what would, you, what would it be? Oh, out of yours, probably the... the um, King of the Hill, or ooh, Ghostbusters, one of the animated ones. Well, you had three. Probably King of the Hill. Really? Not the Scooby Doo Ghoul School? You never saw that, did you? I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember it. Uh, King of the Hill, just because it really was like a insightful take on it. W- it was a real uh, take not on what get, was going on at the time. Right. Not to get like caught up in hysteria. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Out of your. Oh, mine's got to be obvious, right? Yeah, it's a treehouse of terror. Yeah, of terror. Of terror. Yeah, of horror. <laughs> uh, uh, that could be a, a, a Mandela effect moment. Uh, I don't think mine, anyone else I, I was good until I, I was... That, that's I, how weak I am the whole time. <laughs> you you're gave just, it you, immediately. You said it, you said it once. I'm like, oh... That sounds that, right. That's w- what it should be. Was was I wrong for the last uh, 25 years? Uh, so, listen. If you're, out, if you're listening to this... Please send us a question for our next. We haven't gotten a lot, and we need fodder for our next podcast. We, we want to know that people actually listen. Well, they do. I see the numbers, but they just don't interact. Oh, that's downloads. So you say, are you going home and downloading the same episode over and over and over? Yeah. <laughs> just like watching the number go up. You're a sweet boy. But My bandwidth is also, going through the roof. Also, I'm picking a winner of our contest. Like The prices are right there. Like. It's a, it's a. Does the cereal come with it? No, the cereal. Oh. Uh, that's that's for. I got. I am one of the first to get my hands on the new Christmas variants of uh, Lucky Charms, cinnamon vanilla Lucky Charms, and hot cocoa cocoa pops. Oh, I see Captain Crunch over there. Yeah, t- uh, tonight on the blog. Yesterday, I tasted all of my Halloween, all nine of my Halloween cereals. Jesus Christ. Yeah, one of the I laid in bed feeling sick for five hours, and I'm gonna write a blog about it tonight. But yeah, the giveaway squeezer, the fucking giveaway we're pulling on Halloween. That's some fun it's looking shit. The New York Comic Con Loot Crate exclusive Karate Stay Puff. The exclusive Super Emo Friends with L and a Demigorgon. The FYE flocked Chewbacca with a Porg from the upcoming Star Wars movie. Mickey Morandini rookie card. Right, I'm selling this right now. You got the Barbasol flip up Jurassic Park pin. What else? Oh, the Mr. Poopy Buttle Rick and Morty figure. All of that old stuff, the, the earthquake, or no, I'm sorry, not the earthquake, the typhoon of the natural disaster, WWF Hasbro, the Punisher from Spider-Man, the animated series, mint on card, the Daredevil and Bullseye Marvel exclusive Funko Pops, the uh, the one angry gorilla mint on card from Congo. That's got to be worth something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to somebody. To somebody. There's one person here that would buy that back from you. Probably. 
I'm looking at him. Yeah, me. Uh, but I have a couple of them. And you're really not getting a Mickey Morandini rookie card. No, you're not getting a Mickey Morandini rookie. Uh, but you are getting a bunch of unopened pack of retro trading cards. That, uh, none Ooh. of them involve sports. I can guarantee you that. And a handful of retro comic books. Like, really cool ones. So, like, check our Instagram out. All you have to do is rate. If you're, lis- you're already listening. You just got to go on iTunes and rate it and write a review and then let us know you did it and you're in. I think you could write and review on Stitcher too. That's fine. Just write, rate, write and review and subscribe and you're in. We're pulling on Halloween. There's not many people in, so your chances of winning. And, and if you write something, really good. if you write anything, you're already writing more than me. Right. Exactly. So those are, and then send us your questions and, uh, we're picking a winner on uh, Halloween, and we're recording the podcast on that day also. So we need your Q&As. Um, I think that's all. Squeeze, do you have anything? Oh, that's it for me right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, this is a fun uh, second-to-last Halloween episode of Rad Years. And as by the look of those two Christmas cereals, we got a lot of Christmas oh, stuff on geez. the horizon. Holiday stuff. But that's all for today. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll see you next week. Have a scary night.